Support Narrative's independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative and check out our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and don't forget to subscribe and download. feels like there's a, an operation that goes off, spans decades and is ultimately still fulfilling the same goals. You've got, you know, Maxwell doing his thing in the 1980s in the UK side. Here is uh, Pollard supporting that with some intelligence work in the United States. And then Epstein picks it up mm-hmm. afterwards. And while all this is happening, there's this on the ground hot war that's developing between the newly arrived Russian mobsters who are trying to chase away the Italian uh, mob that has been ruling the roost in, the, in, mm-hmm. in New York City. And uh, oh, it brings they're us just to- taking people out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you got bodies in the street. Gambino crime boss, Big Paul Castellano was gunned down on his way to dinner at his favorite New York steakhouse. It was December 16, 1985. There hadn't been a mafia rub out in New York City in over a decade. shot numerous times. With automatic weapons. The five family La Cosa Nostra had already been reeling from an unprecedented crackdown led by the U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York, a young Rudy Giuliani, and his chief mob prosecutor, Michael Chertoff. That takes us back right. a, a while. Do you want to talk a little about Paul Castellano and that whole move to, to, to basically knock out the Italian La Cosa Nostra? Right. Well, the commission trials are going on. Um, Castellano was uh, indicted in that, um, it, you know, that was taking out the heads of the, of the five families. Tony Salerno was also um, involved in the, you know, Giuliani was going after the heads of the five big families. Um, and he had help from Italy, from a prosecutor uh, there, uh, like sort of his counterpart there, a guy by the name of Giovanni Falcone, who was assassinated after this all got wrapped up. Um, but what was happening in the in the broader world is that the we did have this wave of Russian mafia coming in. There had been a a, a sort of a, a boss already uh, in um, in Brighton Beach, sort of established there uh, in starting in the seventies. A guy by the name of FC Agron, who was very tiny <laughs> stature and also really scary. And he was, you know, this is what we were just talking about. You know, the, the Russian mafia that was coming in with with that refusing program, they, uh, they were terrorizing their own neighborhood um, as what as happens. They were extorting, you know, fellow uh, Jewish emigres. They were it was it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a lot of blood. It was it was it was a whole other level of criminality that it, crossing lines that uh, that sort of our traditional mafia, as horrible as they were, because that get glamorized a lot. I don't want to glamorize them, but the Russians cross lines that 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 our guys didn't cross. So anyway, this commission trial is going on. Let's take out all the heads. The reason why Paul Castellano on that hit that hit happens before he. He's, uh, I, I don't know whether he had any court cases yet, or his court cases started or not. Um, I'm not sure, actually. Before he, I, I think it was before. before. He has a chance, I should look yeah. at all that. I, I yeah. have all that. Uh, but before he can go to jail or any, anything like that. But 
and there was lots of reasoning behind, you know, Gotti was the one that got named as doing the hit, but there were people who showed up with Russian hats on. The executioners all were wearing those stupid Russian hats. So whether that was to try to be the dumbest move ever by Sammy Gravano and, and John Gotti saying, oh yeah, we'll put our guys in Russian hats and then everyone will think the Russians did it. I mean, because there were so many Russian mobsters. I don't think that was it. I think it was a signal. I think it was a tongue in cheek thing, but it also was like, you know, this is who we're in bed with now because mm. everybody started doing deals together after the, after Castellano's gone. Now, Castellano, the other thing to know about him as a crime boss, he was like 90 years old when they hit him. So mm. he was old. He was around in the day, right? And he was big with Wall Street and racketeering. He, he liked that side of it and he was really good at it. Mm. Um, so he liked the moneyed side of the, of the life. Um, and, and if you're going to talk about an elegant gangster, this is an elegant gangster. Um, so I find it fascinating that this guy who was entrenched in wall street and entrenched in these sort of bigger financial rackets and really drawn to them ends up being the one that they know this guy, we got to kill. We can't just take him out with a, with a trial. And he was we the one who was resisting the deals with the Russians, if he I'm was. not mistaken. He the was. other mob bosses were done to business with them. Yeah. But this guy, he was not letting them. He was, there were quotes from Castellano where he, he was issuing some respect of like, oh, okay, they know how to make money, mm. right? Like, they're good at making money. He, he saw that. But he's not gonna, he wasn't going to yield his territory. No. It. And it's, yeah. you know, looking at all of this in concert, you've got Maxwell working with Magolovich. You've got Maxwell involved with this faux thaw of the Russian, um, of the Russian Soviet Union. And right. in comes this influx of immigrants, which also have Magolovich's men and Russian intelligence men inside. And suddenly there's a turf war inside uh, America's right. biggest city for uh, who, runs, who runs the town. Right. I mean, and I should a, say with that, I should say with it with FC Egron, Egron was assassinated. I mean, there always had been attempts on his life. He was mm -hmm. always getting shot. It seemed like mm -hmm. yeah. um, he ran his operations out of the El Caribe Club mm -hmm. um, or El Caribe Club, um, which was Michael Cohen's family joint. Oh, the, the, um, the lines are so close. I mean, Mogilevich yeah. is every, it's oh, yeah. to everybody. Get, this it is where you're like, are there generations of spies? There's yeah. definitely generations of gangsters. Yeah. Uh, no doubt about it. So, um, so that's where FC ran his operation out of, and it, and it looks like he was he was taken out. He was taken out within six months of Castellano in like the May 1985. Right. Um, and he was taken out uh, by his underlings as well because they wanted to take over. Now those guys that took over ended up partnering with Mogilevich, and we can we can directly tie them to him. Yeah, there's a definite so, cause and effect. Taken out yeah. is such a nice term for. Um, for being assassinated, uh, but you know, just just, no, just noting that. No, no, it is a pretty pleasant term compared to what is what is yeah, this one? The like rub out going away yeah. when you go to prison. Oh, he he, he went away. Yeah. yeah. So um, let's move on to back to let's go back to Maxwell in London. They have the Commonwealth Games, which is sort of the empire's version of the of the Olympic Games, but it's a disaster in 1986 because uh, they uh, most of the countries around the world refusing to take part because of of the UK's support for South Africa during the apartheid years and not, not wanting to ban any of their people. In comes, so there's a big crisis just before the start of the games and in comes Robert Maxwell to save the day, finds the money somehow to fund, um, to fund the games and saves them, which is odd because he's a labor, um, sort of supposedly labor lefty leaning politician. And 
lo and behold, he gets to meet the queen. He claims for the first time, although I somehow doubt that it's the first time. Um, so it's a magic little piece of tape uh, that I found in the uh, Getty archives. This the is queen Robert Maxwell. Any luck with the weather, the cycling she was supposed to. The queen wasn't. Okay, so I'll just loop it because it's remarkable to see these two people together and the ease with which they are together makes you really go, hmm, that's not proper protocol for the queen. You don't normally approach the queen like that. You don't normally walk ahead of the queen. You wouldn't be so chummy with her, really. It's this, you know, the whole thing about the crown is that it's built on ritual and, and this does not seem like we're seeing uh, any of that. Now, it may be that she's developed some over the years, but I would bet Mr. Maxwell and the Queen know each other better than we anticipate, particularly because it's her arms dealer who's doing the deals for, uh, for Epstein and Iran Contra from the British side. So it's interesting that they might have, in fact, known each other and during that very heady time of 1986 actually had some time together. I mean, what is she doing? <laughs> Good question. Didn't wasn't Thatcher at this point like don't yeah there you yeah, go don't yeah. trust Robert Maxwell. Thatcher was told do what not trust this? the guy. Who is this guy and what is this? It's I don't bizarre. Like it. It's bizarre. I mean, it's one thing if you're going to do this without the arms trade, fine. You know, you can skip protocol, but you're doing this multi-billion-dollar arms trade in the middle of this, and your guys involved. Well, I mean, I guess clearly we get why her kid and his kid knew each other. Right. Their kids knew each other. What Look we heard? This. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With Jelaine and, uh, and, and Andrew. And Andrew. Andrew. Oh, these guys are yeah. friends. These guys are close friends. Look at these photos. I could you mention that? But look at them. This is later on. This is in the 2000s. They're oh, please. Attending a wedding together. Yeah. Uh, this is post uh, all the scandal stuff around Epstein. Epstein and. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and Andrew obviously know each other from various things, including some arms trading, apparently. It just seems bizarre to me that this thing is just going on like like it's everyday, it's everyday occurrence. Maybe it is an everyday occurrence. I mean, we all we're missing about. is Henry Kissinger in a chair. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, it's just on the left side of that picture. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, there's, and here's Henry Kissinger. Yeah. No explanation. It's, it's bizarre you know? to me that this goes all the way you know, there's a lot of questions still to be answered around what those arms deals were about and how much money was being spent for whom and and why is anyone in like the British Crown involved in anything like this and what is their involvement? Uh, it seems uniquely important to understanding this whole story, especially considering Andrew can't get prosecuted for the crimes he's committed here. Oh, we're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost at the end of the Soviet Union. We get to 1987. Yes, Donald Trump taking a visit to the Kremlin. Uh, he's basically being groomed. I don't know what you would describe it as, LB. I know you did some research on this, uh, which we should keep some of the story for the after show, but it's, it's interesting. Yeah, I'll do, some, I'll do some story time reading. Yeah. I'll read from some passages about this. But yeah, no, he was, he was targeted by the KGB. They show up at Trump Tower um he's like hey and they're like hey you know come to come and then ron louder then they're all together with ron at ron louder's dad's house having mm -hmm. a party sitting next to each other they're like hey that's cool i want to do a tower cool do some towers dude and then from there um off he goes poof 1987 
1986 yeah. is is the party, and it's Natalia uh, Dubina. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Yeah, he's the daughter of the ambassador. The daughter, daughter of the ambassador. Who, who happens to be sitting next the, to at the party. That's right. He came, he was coming out of the same directorate as that Krayushchev. Yeah. I can't say his name. That was the other big KGB guy that was in charge of putting spies. All he did was go and get me some spies. Right. That was his whole thing. Make spies, especially in America. And he was very focused on American businessmen very focused on flipping American businessmen and turning them into operatives. That was his gig. So he sends his ambassador and the daughter, because they know enough to send the girl. Mm-hmm. And in they come, they come in there. And she's like, oh, I live in New York City. I want to show my dad around. Oh, look at this Trump Tower. Isn't this the most amazing thing you've ever seen? This is the story. This is how they describe it. So they walk in, breaking all protocol. We'll just go see who owns this building, go up to his you know, and just walk in on Donald Trump. Oh yeah, anyone could do that. Like, oh, anyone could do that. Like any any ambassador out of the KGB directorate for flipping spies is going to go do this. So they end up sitting down with him, and 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 then they end up schmoozing a little bit later at a at a party together at the Louder Mansion Estate, whatever. And, I mean, you know, who what, also what? was instrumental in the Refusenik program with Edgar Bronfman, and then poof, off he goes to the Kremlin. Hey, do you guys know what day he flew to the Kremlin in 1987? Want to guess? No. Come on. July 4th. Boom. It's got to be 4th of July. Because they have that kind of sense of humor over there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's also. Uh, I want to. I want to add no something funny. to th- that story about the. You know. Oh my God, Trump Tower is so wonderful. Having lived in New York for ten years, Trump Tower is a shit it building. Is, it is. It's, it's a, a shit, shit building. building. It's ugly. Yeah. It's stupid. It's it, it. If you made the list of the top hundred buildings <laughs> in New York, stupid. it would not be on the fucking list. <laughs> no, um, buildings that have long since been torn down are higher ranked than that. Um, oh my god! So it's, the it's idea that gross. that they would be like drawn to that building is like that shit. Yeah, There's right. No, well, these no one who has any so aesthetics. But he did um, know Maxwell at this by this time. He certainly knew Maxwell. I mean, who who did? Uh, a uh, Trump. He knew him by nice, living, at least two years he later. He knew him in the, well, but wasn't he? He knew Adnan. He was already doing yeah. stuff with Adnan. Yeah, Adnan he, knew he was hanging. He was hanging out. He knew all the. He knew all the guys connected to Maxwell. He was living at the Olympic Tower um, in 1989. He was living in the Olympic Tower. And then 1989, he showed up at the yacht of uh, Robert Maxwell. Um, that big party that everyone's, you know, what's right. Donald Trump doing here? Which everyone thinks is the Iran Contra after party, but it was actually the Maxwell death pre party. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna kill him yeah. everybody come last, last, chance, last chance and you know donald is so stupid he just shows up yeah. uh, he's just like whoa and it turns how out, do i get in on this arms trading they did you know, he sees a, the money he sees kashogi's money he wants all that he money. cared about was the money all he now he's stuck with this awful job that he has but then he should have thought about that um so the they did need a lot of spies in fact they potentially hired quite a few spies uh, you know, later on, after Pollard and everyone was investigated, it, they discovered what they thought was a Soviet cell inside the Reagan White House. It came under the umbrella of Mr. X, and it wasn't just a Mr. X, it was several people known as Mr. X, who influenced Reagan policy throughout that entire decade, not only in terms of refuseniks, but also in terms of uh, limiting NATO's influence in Europe, and also um, this bringing down of the Soviet Union, which happened in 1991, just around the exact same time that uh, Maxwell dies. 
And Maxwell died spectacularly right. uh, off a boat. And maybe Greg, you can tell us a little bit about the the ending there because I know you. I'm going to uh, go wrote through. About I'm going to go through a couple of, of quick things because we yeah. there's a couple of points on Trump in Moscow that we did not hit. Okay. First of all, he's at, he's at the National Hotel in the Lenin Suite, which is absolutely bugged. Yeah. He's there with yeah. Ivana, so maybe he's not getting into too much trouble. But the idea that they didn't try to get at him, he's like the sort of things that, that the spies go after. You know, is it somebody who's vain? Is it somebody who's arrogant? Is it somebody who likes money? Is it somebody who's a pervert? He is all of them. Mm -hmm. They must have been like licking their chops when they saw this guy. Um, so the idea that they didn't try is is insane. When he returns from the trip a year later, he decides to explore running for president for the first time in yes. 1988. Um, under the Reform Party, he hires Roger Stone, his old friend, to help him with this and goes so far as to give a speech in New Hampshire at the behest of some idiot in New Hampshire who <laughs> wanted him to come give a speech. Um, and then he dropped out. Uh, of the race. But it, before he went to Moscow, he did not have ambitions of running for any office at all, let alone the presidency. And he did not want to be governor. He didn't want to be mayor. He didn't want to be senator. He wanted to be the president because, you know, that's the biggest thing that he could be. Yeah. Um, well, and now Maxwell, who, who wanted him to be? Who does he say wanted him to do it? Who does he say? Do you have that in front of you? No, that I don't have. You tell me. Oh, should we save it for story time? I, mean, I need my tequila. Can, okay. I'm, I'm ready for my tequila. It. We can hold it we for story time. We can save it for story time. No problem. Let's I'm going to go through. Story time is a great quote. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go through the Maxwell stuff real quick. Um, he actually, the, the death of Maxwell is a scene in my first novel, Totally Killer. And I think that I'm the only person who would ever write a sex scene involving Robert Maxwell. Oh, yeah. Um, that would be unusual. Yeah, so there. Especially I, yeah. his death. I read yeah. it to prepare for because I hadn't read it in a long time, and <laughs> it's good. Um, anyway, it's funny. So uh, he's on this yacht off the coast of Grand Canary Island. It's um, November of 1991, or is it October? Whatever. It's the fall of 1991. Um, it's 4 o'clock in the morning. He is naked. He goes up onto the, uh, the last time the crew sees him is at 4.25 a.m., Supposedly, he liked to go naked to the side of the yacht and piss off it, which um, honestly, I would I would do the same thing yeah. if I were, you know. So what? Um, his dick is literally out. out. His dick is literally out. Yeah, yeah. We, we've come we've come to that, and uh, <laughs> it's out. He's peeing over the side, and the thinking is that he falls off the yacht while he's midstream, and uh, that's the end of him. Um, you know, okay. Jelaine Maxwell thinks that he's murdered. <laughs> yeah, the Mossad. It, 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 everybody seems to think it's a Mossad. Uh, yeah. Um, and, and that's the end of him. Um, but what's interesting is he immediately, um, his body is taken to Israel. Um, he's buried in state at Mount of Olives in the cemetery there. So he cannot be exhumed ever. There's no autopsy. The, the, the um, you know, the coroner's report is really sketchy. At his funeral, it's like a who's who of Israeli intelligence. Um, I guess it's a continuation of the yacht party, you know, now without Maxwell peeing off his yacht to be at the party. Um, and then within, um, you know, six weeks of, of him dying or whatever, the Soviet Union formally dissolves on Christmas Day, 1991. Merry Christmas, USA, USA, USA. USA gets to win. 
And in yeah. fact, you, the, you see the New York right. Times story there, just above the 1991 there, actually has two stories on its front page that day. One is the end of the Soviet Union. The other is the investigation into Robert Maxwell and how he stole 450 million pounds from the Mirror Pension <laughs> yeah. Fund, when in fact, these two stories are so connected, it's impossible to report them separately. The New York Times managed to do just that on that day in 1991. That was the other thing. Amazing. He was mid-Ponzi scheme when this happened. Like he had taken he the money from the pensions. Scheme. Yeah. Yeah. He, was, he had taken the money from the pensions to try to cover the losses. He had gotten in a fight with his son on the phone right before he died. Right. So he's everything is going to come out and ruin him. And then he yeah. dies. So... It's all, you know. And some of the money, at now, least $800 million from the CIA money, apparently lands up with him, and that gets transferred right. to uh, Epstein. That's Iran-Contra stuff. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's Because I forgot to drop my Iran-Contra yeah. little markers along the way. Yeah. So um, that was money that, because the other problem with doing arms deals with nations that you're not supposed to be doing arms deal with, so you use, you know, intermediaries who seem like they're the ones who wanted the whole thing in the first place, um, and then you're making a, a, a bad excuse that you want hostages freed who hadn't been even taken yet. Um, the problem with all of that is you got to hide that money. Mm. <laughs> you got to hide the money you're making from this. So uh, the other thing that we used Israel to, as a conduit for or a parking lot for was um, almost a billion dollars, right? Mm. And so, and they said, yeah, and that's what Maxwell had access to. Um, and he had access to it in that apparent, what it looks like, and correct me if I'm wrong, Zev, it looks like what he did was he used it as if it was his own to secure uh, flow of capital, streams of capital from other sources. So, well, there's like, two stories. One, one is the- million dollars over here. Yeah. And, and so will you please fund my, you know, he wanted to acquire shit. He was into buying more media properties and publishing. He first used it as a loan guarantee, as you suggest. And then later on, they tried to make yeah. another deal with him. And they did apparently expect him to pay it back to the CIA as a result of that deal. But he reneged on that. So apparently the money stayed with right. him. And ultimately, I think, went to Epstein through, uh, Hoffenberg's Towers Financial, uh, and that's how it got laundered into the U.S. That's market. That's how it got to, into, and into Jeffrey Epstein's pocket. Right? And how Jeffrey so, Epstein became, was able to fund his next operation, his to next do all the blackmailing, and to do all that, do, he did with that just, CIA money. He just simplified that all down and said, let's just, let's just get everybody on tape. That, yeah. Then I don't have to do what Robert Maxwell did. Yeah. So the complexities of it. Now, the other kind of important things to loop back around with this that, that are critical to it is to i, I want to touch on casper weinberger a little bit mm -hmm. so remember i said he was the one taking the copious notes and right so there were indictments in iran contra um a, mm -hmm. a lot of people were getting indicted and, and there's jokes about who actually ended up going to jail because and everyone gave bill barr this moniker of the cover-up general mm -hmm. but he's really what he is is a shutdown king and, yeah. and I'd love to change that because it's a different way of thinking about what this guy actually does. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, we have uh, now by the time this this investigation to Iran Contra and what it was all about goes all the way through the George H.W. Bush presidency. Mm -hmm. um, and it started with there was what was called the Tower Commission and Reagan started that. So when it all gets exposed, Reagan's like, oh, yeah, I wanted to free hostages, but you know, this sounds really bad. And like, there's a lot of corruption and I don't know about this Contra thing. And so I'm going to appoint somebody to investigate all that. And that'll be John Tower. The same John is, Tower. Yeah, the same John Tower. Who this was John Tower here, this guy. Yeah, there he yeah, is in the middle. Guy. This guy. There he is. 
So, so Wiggins like he'll he'll get to the bottom of it, and right that'll be our. That. It's, yeah, it's it's like imagine Trump picking somebody to do. It. Corey Lewandowski is going to investigate. You know, all the rest <laughs> of it. it's like that. It's like literally that. So, um, so uh, that's happening. The Tower Commission. It's sort of it's going to deliver its report. Then we get into the H.W. Uh, uh, Bush administration, and oh, with, with with let's go to Pollard for a second. So on the Pollard stuff, and now these guys have very big jobs, the secretaries, mm-hmm. right? So there is lots of stuff going on that can be unrelated. But I found it a very interesting detail that it was Casper Weinberger, who's the one in the Pollard case that revealed that he he took the ten volume set of signal intelligence out of the mm-hmm. NSA. That was Casper. Um, that was These guys are all connected. Right? I mean, there's no coincidence. These guys are all connected. It's all happening at the same time. It's multiple ops on top of one another. And Some sa- of it could be separate. Who knows? And same year, Senator so, Tower met his untimely uh, death. Same as, well. as the Tower. Yeah. Okay. So now we keep going. Notice. So, ju- so we go into, we get into um, 91. Uh, HW still, uh, he's running for a second term, right? It starts mm-hmm. to become clear he's going to be, he's going to be a lame duck, right? Um, in that process, in 91, well, I don't know if it was before or after Maxwell's death, um, John Tower is dies in a plane crash. It's before. I think it's in July. I want to say it's in July. It's, okay. it's definitely earlier. So he's gone. That's done. Maxwell's gone. That's done. But now we have a problem. Weinberg is still around and a whole bunch of other people, right, mm-hmm. who are indicted, who know things about Iran-Contra, who kind of have the real story. And Weinberger being the uh, Casper being the real threat because why he took all the notes he was in right. the room of the room right yeah. taking notes. don't take notes yes something we do notes. in the middle of a scandal oh my god so um and he's indicted on obstruction of justice and some other charges all right so now we're in a lame duck presidency because hw loses the election but he's brought in a couple of months before a new attorney general oh bill barr that nice bill guy bill barr Bill Barr comes in. CIA analyst Bill Barr. He gets in there in the AG. He gets his eyes and his grubby little fingers on all the evidence the Department of Justice has on all these people they're indicting involved in Iran-Contra, right? Mm -hmm. Then as soon as W, HW, I don't think they knew what they were going to do yet with all this stuff. But as soon as Bush Sr. loses that election, he's in his lame duck transition, um, they start pardoning and, Mm -hmm. and... Bill Barr is credited as the guy who gave the roadmap of pardons to HW. And then biggest pardon pardon on the list was Casper Weinberger. Pardon right. this guy. Um, so this is this is what Barr does. Actually, that's he shuts, sh- shit, he shuts shit down. He gets to see what the evidence is. He gets his hands in there. He gets his eyes in there. And this is what's going. This was what was going on with Berman, I think. And all these guys is like, you, I, we don't want you looking in on our our you know investment. What are you doing in here? And then you're going to fire me, or you're going to shut down this investigation? You're going to write your, you know, you know, first year not even law school, what paralegal letter about why Mike Flynn needs to be, that needs to be shut down. And you're going to pressure everybody that the president wants Roger Stone, you know, they want that case tossed out or give him a light sentence or whatever it is he was doing with the Stone stuff that got revealed today. This is who he is. He gets, he's in there to get into these investigations, get the, see what the evidence is and, and shut shit down. 
He, that's what he does. does exactly. That's what he did in Iran Contra. And everybody who, every senator who was like, oh, he seems like a good guy, and, or oh, he he'll be an institutionalist, and everyone that used to work for this guy, saying, oh, we think he'll be the right guy, or, you know, who had a hope that maybe he'd get in there and the Department of Justice will just blah, blah. How how is it that I know that he did this stuff, which is all in the public record around Iran Contra, and these people couldn't figure it out. This this guy corrupts investigations and shuts them down. That's yep. what he does. Yep. That's to, what he does. To protect executive power. And he protects executive power specifically around executives who have everything to do with this arms trafficking ring of fucketeers that we are pulling apart and hunting down. Yeah. And the reason Jeffrey Berman is no longer at the SDNY, make no mistake about it, is because he wasn't cooperating with Barr in at least one element of their discussions, which apparently involved de Blasio. But, you know, you've got to believe that if he's not cooperating on one level, he's probably not cooperating on some others. And Barr must not oh, have no. liked that. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't have that much time for Berman. But on the other hand, he obviously was doing something to annoy and even scare the White House to, on a Friday night, uh, fire the guy in charge of maybe five or six of the biggest investigations against the White House. CNN reported today that they're going to, this week, they're going to have the, um, the Supreme Court's going to rule on the taxes. Ah. So I yeah. suspect that that has something to do with it. Those taxes. That is the on. inauguration stuff. There was, he was, Berman was very vocal of like, even though Epstein's dead, we're not going to stop pursuing this uh, case. And he, you know, he, he was trying to get Andrew over to give some yeah. testimony. The, the Epstein story, I think, is one of the critical things that has really upset both the White House and the uh, the Crown in the in the United Kingdom, there is no chance that they want to have any further exposure, uh, whether it's for the sex crimes, yeah. all the financial crimes, or these arms crimes. Um, the last <laughs> thing the Queen wants to be hearing about is any of that, uh, and I'm sure she still has her way. I mean, she uh, has someone else things. to hold her umbrella now, so why <laughs> I worry? Yeah, who's holding the umbrella today? All right, so I'm we're going to already take a hit at a royal, but that was that that. That video footage is shocking. It is a little surprising. Now, you know, they were just going to the games. But on the other hand, it seems very chummy. Very, very chummy. I don't know. That doesn't seem She right. has to be chummy with somebody, though. <laughs> I mean, she can't just sit in the, right? I mean, yeah, she has to have somebody. guy. You know, that would be the person to do it with. Um, we're going to stop right here because we have now taken up way too much time. Uh, but we're going to do it a little bit longer on a, on a separate post show. Is that, is that correct? So you're still both into it? We could do it. I'm, I don't know how much is left. I've already into my tequila. Oh, okay. Well, if you're done your tequila, I'm. <laughs> but let's I'm do happy. it. Well, if there's not much to go with, we can stop here. Um, up to you, uh, Greg. If you feel like a, a post drink, it's uh, I. It, you know, I'm fine either way. I mean, we. Well, it's a long wrap, show. It's a long show. I didn't realize it was going to be this long. It turns out to be a very long show. If if we if, if if we are going to wrap, I want to go back to circle back to one thing okay. about Bill Barr because I think Bill Barr is kind of a through line here and mm -hmm. probably there's something connecting him and Epstein that we haven't quite hit on yet that I suspect is going to come out and be more obvious. But, you know, LB, to your point about him being the shutdown king, you know, it wasn't just Iran-Contra. It was Inslaw. It was BCCI. Yes. It was the yes. other bank. Um, and what's interesting, the other bank, the one, the Bank of Roma, where they busted the guy and the, the Atlanta branch manager. These yeah. banks, what was interesting, the way that they got caught is John Kerry, when he was a senator, kept going after it and going after it. And eventually he got the state to press charges against it, mm. which is exactly what is going to take Trump down when New York State 
you know, does an end around the federal uh, government to try to go after him. I thought that was interesting when I was reading. Really interesting. Really interesting. Um, yeah, any, anywhere the money is, that guy shows up and shuts shit down. And by the way, yeah. its law is promise. So when you're talking about shut down things right. related to Maxwell, we started off the show talking about promise. That investigation was shut down by Barr. Iran-Contra, which also involved Maxwell, was shut down by Barr. And now here we are again with something else being shut down by Barr related to, to Maxwell. So yeah. it's, uh, it's a bit of a thread you can't ignore. Can't ignore mm -hmm. it. All right, gents. I don't use one of you because you know, we lost Eric. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> you can be a gents too, can't you? Um, yes, I can. You should I have can. the mouth of a sailor, <laughs> I've been told. Um, well, you, sometimes you let us see that, uh, but not very often. So uh, thanks very much, guys. It's been a really interesting show. I think we learned a lot Thank you, today. Um, Thank you. And, and you guys have been days. you guys have been great by the way the, the, these shows have been really important and I've, I've learned a lot listening to them and um you know just it's really amazing just keep up the good work is what i say thanks Greg. you're here thanks for that and uh yeah. and we're big fans of prevail as well and uh thanks for the piece today yes. and uh everyone should uh, find you we just wish they find you yeah Sina, i love your newsletter i actually it's the one thing that comes I, and i'm not kidding with this i've never said this to you but <laughs> when i forget about i forget what day of the week it is i can't keep track of it anymore it's all everything's a blur yeah. and um and then i'll see your the, the prevail you know greg I, and i knew you were working on this but you hadn't read it so i didn't really know what was going to be in it it showed up in my in my email this morning when I woke up and I was like, oh, I got this. I'll read this email. The rest of it, I'm reading this one. <laughs> must, so a I must do, read. I, do, I, I, do, I, I can't stand all the email I get, but I, I'm so glad I, I'm just saying this genuinely. I'm so glad I signed up for that. So I recommend Thank everybody you. get. Where do they Greg's. sign up, Greg? You can go, if you type in my name and prevail, it will pop up. Or on my Twitter page, there's a, there's a link to it. Awesome. Um, and I update every Tuesday and Friday. And on Sunday, we have something lighter and fun and not horrible to report about. Wow. How do you do that? Yeah. You've got to teach us how to do that. Uh, thanks, everyone. <laughs> Again, if you can join us uh, on our next show, we'll continue the story. There's at least one more, I think, of these. Uh, and also, yeah. uh, if you want to or need to or can, uh, patreon.com forward slash narrative is uh, how we fund narrative uh, for as little as $5 a month. That's all it takes. And uh, it's great to have all the new subscribers who've been joining us in the last few months. That's all from us. Hope you have a great night. night. Support Narrative's independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative and check out our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe and download.